Uh, welcome. Uh, this is the Seraph covering Sheriff. Uh, today we continue to study the Holy Writings. Uh, remember, just a, as a refresher, the Holy Writings came into existence because God brought them into existence. There are messages that God has for you through a prophet. So God speaks through a prophet. Uh, God is not going to change this. Uh, he's not going to make an exception for you. Uh, he's not going to manifest in the way that you want him to manifest. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you could you could still be waiting, but uh, but he tells us, you know, through a prophet that uh, he has spoken already, and and when he speaks, God doesn't change. No, God doesn't have to do study to figure out that he needs to uh, do something differently. Uh, God is all-knowing. He knows the end from the beginning. So we uh, also share that there is uh, a main difference between what's in the world and what God presents, you know, what he presents as a spiritual. Now, there are many people who claim uh, different kinds of spiritual whatever, but what we cover here is God is spirit. So these are beings. So God is a being. Uh, he is the supreme being because there is only one God. That's what he uh, teaches us uh, through the prophets. So you also learn that uh, the holy writings interpret themselves. So it is God who opens our minds and gives us uh, his understandings. Uh, you also learn that the uh, prophets are not philosophers, uh, theologians, or uh, uh, scientists. Now, these are things that you use in the world, and they have their place in the world, but they don't uh, do anything in God's kingdom. So basically, uh, they're not needed. Now, God does want to reason with you, and that's why he sends a prophet. And the prophet has a message for you from God. So, we study with you here uh, on our very last session that God created man in his own image. So, God speaks of an image of God. He does not speak of character. Character is something that uh, man's uh, sciences wants to study and figure out how, how things work. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Now, you also learn that there is a creation. Now, creation is what God did. Uh, nature or evolutionary theory or uh, is what men uh, have postulated. So no man has postulated that God created all things into existence out of nothing. This is something that God told us through a prophet. So there is no theory of creationism. There is creationism because God tells us that he created all things into existence, uh, that he created man in his likeness, in his own image. So you learn that there is a distinction between what's in the world and what's in the spiritual um, creation that God reveals. Spiritual, not in the sense of, you know, what other religions or other people may believe. Spiritual for God is, is way different than those teachings. So you've learned also that God asks of us faith, trust in Him, and obedience, but instead of having faith, men have opted to have their own philosophies instead of trusting in God. A man have opted to have their own religion, and instead of obedience to God, men have opted to come up with their own theology. Now, theology is the same as a philosopher. Now, a good philosopher is a good theologian. Good theologian is a good religious person. Uh, these things happen in the world. So God uh, didn't create philosophy, 
of religions and theology. This is man. God basically tells us to have faith in him, to trust in him, and to obey him, because that is life. Obeying our Lord Jesus. Now, we learn also, at the last time, that uh, God created everything that there is. And the Apostle Paul later will tell you, you know, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that God created everything. And nothing exists unless God created it. Think of it for a moment. Let's say I would tell you that this microphone that I have created it by by its own self. You know, this computer I have, uh, it created itself after, you know, billions of years. Uh, you probably, you know, think that's, I mean, immediately you, you will say that's, that's not possible. <laughs> so... So the same is with God's creation. So in other words, the only one who creates is God. Now in the world, you have uh, uh, human sciences. You have, for example, let's say architects. Uh, you have uh, engineers. You have uh, artists. You know, and they and they think in their minds that they create. And you get to see some of these things. Now, for example. So building a bridge, and you physically cross a bridge, uh, physically live in a building or a house, etc., uh, etc. Et now, God didn't create these things. You know, God created the earth as a place for men to live in, but he also created everything that there is in the earth, things that are visible and things that are invisible. So that's what Moses tells us that God told him for us to know. And this is knowledge for God. So in the world you have your uh, knowledge base which is based on you know, conducting uh, research. You do your research. You validate your findings. And those findings become part of the knowledge base. And that knowledge base gives you a level of understanding. Now, God doesn't need that, see? And this is, this is the main thing also for you to remember. So the human sciences do have their place in the world. But the world will end and everything in it. But what will continue is God's word. That's what he says. So God is the creator. Uh, no one else. I mean, there's no heavenly beings that, you know, are going to go and design the plans for the new planet that God is going to create. Uh, there are no artists who are going to uh, do some sort of work, right, for to help God or in the next creation that he's going to do. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. <laughs> So this is why there is only one creator, and this is God. So God tells you that he created you. Uh, it's the only way for you to know that he created you, that he tells you that is. <clears throat> so you couldn't do it by yourself. So um, we learn that in the beginning, it says, the prophet, that God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was all over the surface of the deep. But you learn beautiful truth. You know, the week, the week didn't happen just by coincidence. It is God who created the week. Uh, he speaks of the first day, a second day, a third day, a fourth day, a fifth day, a sixth day, and a seventh day. So the week has seven days. Now the day is composed of darkness, which is night, and light, which is day. Now light didn't just happen by itself. God tells you that he created light. And he created light before he created the sun, the moon, and the stars. 
And he created plants, trees with fruit, plants with trees uh, with fruit. Even uh, before there was a sun, before there was moon, and before there was uh, any stars. So this is God telling you. So this is the power of God. So this is beyond understanding. This is beyond logic, reason, what God gave us. So matters of existence, questions of existence, as we would put it in human terms, are beyond uh, human understanding. So human understanding can um, you know, determine how one thing affects the other, and that is true scientific knowledge, uh, which is used in the world. But you know, it, has, it has limits. So no true scientist or you know, true scientific inquiry uh, will give you an explanation about existence. Uh, that's a lie, if somebody tells you so. So uh, logic, reasoning uh, have limits, If in case you, you didn't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So God is telling you that he created all things, but he also created you. So he created men in his own image, in the image of God. He created men. Now, he created men, and he also created a woman. Isn't that something, right? Now, and so that you know that life doesn't come from a woman, um, God tells you that he created men first. And then he says that he took uh, one of the ribs from Adam and of that rib and you know, bone and flesh, he created a woman, and he brought it to men. And so uh, Adam named the woman. And uh, basically, you know, he says that she is bone of his bones and flesh of his flesh. So Eve didn't create herself. Neither Adam created himself. It is God who created them. And woman has the image of God because she was taken from man. So Adam was first and then was Eve. And this is something that Paul will teach you later down the road where he says that he created man first, meaning Adam, and then he created a woman. Now, this is the order of things as God creates. And these are called principalities in his dominion. Uh, they're not establishments, but principalities. Now, uh, this is all, this is all not, uh, beautiful you know, to, to learn that God created us. Uh, that God created everything into existence. That we're not here out of nonsense that it didn't take the earth at trillions and billions of years to form itself. I mean, it's really a lack of intelligence to, to say such a thing. If you, for example, look in creation, not nature, but creation, there is a difference between the two. Uh, nature is what man has uh, come to believe that uh, he, can, he can know. You know, he can gather information and through scientific methods, collect data, um, etc. So that is nature. And there are some people who may believe that things were created by themselves. You know, like uh, this microphone. You know, some people might believe that it created itself after a billion of years. Or this computer, you know, it came by itself. We don't know how, but you know, it just formed itself after one trillion years. And so, um, you know, some people may believe that. But the truth is that somebody created the microphone and somebody created this computer. So when you look in creation, 
it's sort of the same. It is different because uh, what we create as human beings has no uh, correlation and has no comparison between God's creation. But if you look in creation, uh, for example, you uh, look at the animals, you know, you'll see an elephant, a female elephant, and the female elephant gives birth to another elephant, and they reproduce themselves. Now, logic, I mean, true logic, because some people may argue that they are logical, but it is illogical. <laughs> Uh, many times, you know, what people claim to be logical. But if you use logic in the sense of, you know, reasoning along with logic, um, when you see, let's say, elephant, a female elephant, and that they reproduce, logic tells you that someone created the male elephant and the female elephant. There's just no other explanation. If you let your mind... Uh, use both logic and reason. Now, it's illogical to say that it took them billions of years to come into existence. Now, the reason why is it logical is because you see that the elephant mates with the female elephant, and it does not take millions of years for them to reproduce. So you have to reason also. So logic, reason. These are powers that God gives us. But again, you know, it is illogical to say that it took an elephant billions of years. Now, it could be a lie masqueraded, you know, as something that wants to be presented as truthful, but it is not truthful. Because reason and logic discovers it to be false. So this is why when God tells Moses how things came into existence, we find this in the writings of Moses, but you need to remember that Moses was no writer as in the world. Moses is a prophet. Moses wrote the messages that God wants you to know. So this is the holy writings. So the holy writings cannot be understood by a human method that somebody wants to uh, tell you to use it so you can understand the holy writings. Uh, nope, it, it, it doesn't work like that. So at least the last time you, and we cannot deepen into everything here, but God will help us along the way. Uh, we've barely begun, but even in this beginning, there's so much to learn. Hmm. But let's continue. So we're going to continue with uh, the section that says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that the Lord God had made. Now he said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? So, what does a tree in a garden have to do with this? I know you probably have uh, many questions, but let's just hear what God is telling you, okay? And then most of those questions that you're probably having will disappear because God will answer those questions by you basically hearing his voice. Uh, remember that in the Holy Writings, when you inquire the Holy Writings, you don't do it by asking questions. This is something that we do in the world. You know, you have to ask questions. There's no other way around it. With God, it's different. See, God um, doesn't teach us doesn't teach us like that. Now, in the world, you have to ask questions, period. But with God, it's different. So when you inquire spiritual things, is is not by asking a question, but rather, but rather, listening to what God tells you. 
So comparing one spiritual truth with another spiritual truth. So now the serpent, what serpent? It's like, okay, uh, remember, so just stay with me. So now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animals that God the Lord had made. Now the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it or you will die. Okay, so how come touch it? Uh, God never said that. God said not to eat of the true, of a particular tree. Now let's go back to that portion there. So it says here on the previous uh, portion, uh, I don't want to use you know, chapters and verses because they're actually come to interfere with uh, the message that God has. Uh, chapters and verses uh, are not needed. What's needed is for you to focus on the message that God is telling you. That's where your mind needs to focus. Forget about chapters, even the name of the book. Because you know it's a prophet who wrote it. And so the prophet, let's say Moses, didn't call Genesis, Genesis, um, Exodus, Exodus. But he did, wrote, he did write these things. And he wrote these things because God spoke to him. So in, in the previous portion, it says that the Lord took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for when you eat from it you will certainly die okay up until then there was no uh, woman okay it was only Adam so when God commanded this he commanded it to Adam and so, <laughs> okay. yeah, we cannot cover these things. I mean, you will have to have read the Bible, you know, many, many times over and inquire it many, many time overs. But it's not in such a thing that you will find understanding, but it's got the Holy Spirit that will open your mind and give you understanding. So what what we know here, and this is, uh, very important is that God is telling you that man was created first. And then he created uh, a woman. So the Lord says, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So he created the animals, but the animals uh, didn't provide, you know, the... Uh, a suitable helper. Uh, instead, he says that he created a woman. Okay, so the serpent, who you will learn is Lucifer, as you will learn it in the writings of the prophet John, who was one of the disciples of Jesus, to whom it was giving the revelation of Jesus Christ, uh, which is known as the book of Revelations, uh, but it, it is not so. But it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So you, you're you going to learn that the serpent is Lucifer. So Lucifer disguised as a serpent. But Lucifer is Satan, the devil, and he is known as the serpent, all serpent, and also the dragon for, for a reason. So the dragon is Lucifer. 
Uh, you're going to learn some things about Lucifer that God himself will teach you in the Holy Writings. Now, it's important that you stay within the Holy Writings and that you do not go outside the Holy Writings because you will be deceived by Lucifer, uh, demons, and you know even other people or yourself. So you have to stay within the Holy Writings. Uh, this is what uh, God teaches us. You know, the Holy Writings interpret themselves. In other words, it's only God, the Holy Spirit, who gives the meaning and the understanding of what's in the Holy Writings, not you. And so the old serpent, or the serpent, is Lucifer. So God didn't say not to touch the tree. God said, do not eat from it. Because the day that you eat, you will surely die. Now it's interesting to, to know that, you know, they eating eat animals, you know, on their diet. They ate fruit from trees, nuts, etc. Those things are the things that God gave men as a diet. So if you don't eat, you die. Now, but God also says the man does not live by bread alone, but by uh, doing the commandments of God. You know, doing what God asks you to do. Because God's word perseveres. God's word is eternal. It doesn't change. So, if you don't eat, you die. If you don't obey God, you die. <laughs> not, not a difficult thing to understand. So, these are not concepts. These are not ideas. This is truth. The truth is that physically you eat, otherwise you die. Spiritually, spiritually, you need to eat the food from God. And this food is His Word. You know, His commandments, uh, His ordinances, His laws. Uh, things that you will later understand it to be as the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, which is the image of God. You cannot understand the image of God with human sciences. It's above a reason and logic. So we use both, right? You use logic and you use reason. You cannot use logic only. You have to be accompanied by reason. This is just how God created us. So the old serpent, uh, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now when the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took from it some and ate it. Now she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Now then the eyes of both, uh, both of them uh, were open, and they realized they were naked. So they sew fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Now then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called the man, Where are you? Now he answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. 
Now pay attention to this. Now Eve is saying that she was deceived. And surely she was. And she was deceived by the serpent. Now no serpent is going to talk to you. Uh, you're going to learn that there is a, a donkey that speaks <laughs> uh, with a prophet, but that's that's a separate thing, okay? So animals don't speak. But this donkey did speak. But you're going to learn why God opened the mouth of the donkey. But the serpent was Lucifer. It was the fallen angel, you know, who was a, a covering cherub, it's a being who have the image of God, but he disguised himself as a serpent to deceive the woman. So he presented himself as something that he is not to be able to deceive the woman so she can eat of the tree that God commanded them not to eat. It does not matter if she was deceived or not. She did eat of the tree. Now, with God, this is, you know, different. So, uh, you need to pay attention to this because um, in the world, you know, there uh, things work differently. But even in those things, God intervenes all the times. But what you need to learn here is that the woman was deceived. You see, there is no way for the woman or man to become a God. There is only one God. The lie that was uh, uh, given to the woman is that if she did eat of the tree that God told them not to eat, then she would be like God, knowing evil and good. So, the woman believed the serpent. The woman believed the lie. The focus is not on the fruit of the tree. It's not even the tree. See, God didn't create evil. You know, we couldn't say, because that's not what it says there, that the tree was evil. See, God is good. Evil and goodness have nothing in common. See, God is good. Evil has nothing to do with God. And God has nothing to do with evil. The tree itself does not matter. It does not matter the type of fruit. It could be a pear, uh, an apple, or whatever. It, it is not that when she ate of it, something happened. It is not what she ate as a physical food. But what she believed in her mind is spiritually that she will become by eating of the fruit. Does it make sense now? This is why the woman says, I was deceived by the serpent, and I ate. So nothing happened. You know, man didn't uh, become a god. On the contrary, it happened what God told them, that it would happen if they ate of the tree. And this is the truth. So the truth is what God tells you. See, this is why Jesus said, I am the truth. In other words, he says, whatever I tell you, that is truth. And it's truth because he is the creator. You know, he determines everything that there is in his creation. And he also sets the order of creation. Um... What do we mean by that? Well, see, when God created, for example, the fish in the ocean, the fish are in the ocean because God made so. The birds of the sky fly because God created the birds so they can fly. And the fish so they can swim and live in the water. They didn't, you know, evolve to become whatever nonsense. This is the truth that God is telling you. So he says, I created everything into existence out of nothing. Can you do that? Certainly not. But some people may deceive themselves. 
to believe something that is not true. So the woman was deceived by the old serpent, who is known as Lucifer, the devil, the prince of darkness. See, this is not like a serpent that you will find, save the forest or whatever, but, uh, as an animal, see. But Lucifer uh, disguised himself as a serpent, and so the serpent could speak. That's quite something, right? And all this he did so that he could take this world and claim it as his, meaning Lucifer, meaning Satan, uh, the devil. Now, by Adam eating of the fruit, because God gave under Adam the dominion of this world, this dominion now transfers over to Lucifer, Satan. But Satan didn't create anything. See, he didn't create no universe. He didn't create an earth. Uh, in fact, he himself, he didn't create himself. God created him, but he created him perfect. And he was perfect in all his ways until evil was found in him. And evil was found because the manifestation of evil uh, became Lucifer. Okay, this is, uh, this is deep, but for now, this is the truth. So God is telling you, this is what Jeremiah says, that the mind is deceitful, you know, and exceedingly corrupt. So who can know it? Only God. So the woman was deceived. She gave to Adam. Adam ate. And now they committed sin. Now sin is to disobey God. So when God tells you something, He's telling you life. He is life. He sustains life. It is true that when you eat, you know what you're eating sustains your body. But it is a way for you to remind yourself that you depend on God. Just as He is giving you, you know, physical food to eat, like a fruit. You know, when He created man, He, he told man to eat of the fruits of the trees, nuts, etc. That was His food to eat. So when He ate, He reminded Himself that His life depends on God because God created the trees and the fruits. So they didn't just happen. It's not something the man created to sustain, you know, his life. So that is the truth. See, the God created out of nothing. And so another truth is this. Just as you eat physical food, the spiritual food, which is God's commandments, and they're not bad, you know, they're good. Uh, typically, we associate commandments with something bad, you know, tedious, a burden to carry because, you know, who wants to do these things? I know better. Well, this I know better or I can do better or uh, we can go to infinity and beyond is deceiveness. And this deceiveness comes in the mind who is deceitful. See, um, interesting, right? So think of it like this, which is something that God teaches you later on. So the mind, see the body is servant to the mind. The body serves the mind. So the mind is was deceitful. So the whole thing about the tree that God told man not to eat, again, is not the tree itself. It's not the fruit. There was not something in the fruit. There was not something in the tree. It is in the mind was a test of obedience to God. Man needs to remind himself that he depends on God. And this is something that you're going to learn in one of the Psalms that says that we didn't create 
ourselves. It is God who created us. So when he says here that the woman was deceived, meaning Moses, because Moses is the one telling us these things, you need to remember too that Moses wasn't around when this happened. So how Moses knows this thing? He doesn't. The one who knows is God. And God is telling him what happened even before his existence. That is Moses. And so now Moses is writing this for you to know what happened and why things are the way they are in the world. Amazing, right? So the serpent. So let's say the you want to give meaning to who the serpent is. Uh, that that would be uh, a false uh, teaching. See, the meaning of the serpent has to be within the holy writings. You cannot go outside the holy writings. I mean, you could, but you'll deceive yourself. No, or you will be deceived by others. So the mind is the problem. So the woman thought, see, in her mind, she thought she could become God. But then the thing is that there is only one God. And God has manifested himself in three beings. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. This is God. No, one being manifested in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. If you want to explain God, well, I mean, good luck. Uh, you're, you're not going to be able to. You will have to be God to know God. So don't, don't invent. Now, what God says here also, and he wants to teach you, is that, again, it is not the tree, it is not the fruit, but what happened in the mind of the woman. The woman believed what the serpent told her, and that serpent is Lucifer, who is now Satan, the devil, who wanted to overcome men to possess this earth. Because by men disobeying God, meaning Adam, then this world was given under the control of Lucifer, or the domain of Lucifer. So... Interesting, right? Yeah, so uh, stay focused with me here. So the tree is not what's relevant here. It's what happened in the mind of the woman. She thought that she would become a god. Right? So, and it, it didn't come to be because it's a lie. Uh, think of it like this. Let's say you want to be as strong as an elephant. And you start eating the diet that the elephant eats. Uh, you're probably thinking to yourself, if I eat like the elephant, I'll be strong. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't work like that. It, the elephant is how it is because God created it like that. See, but in order to sustain the existence of the animals, God says, you know, this is going to be food for them. But for man, it's the same. So man eats. And in eating, he reminds himself that life depends on God. This is why it's no surprise that God says that he put a tree next to the tree of life of the knowledge of good and evil. So the two trees was, were in the middle of the garden, one next to each other, the tree of life, life is God. God is life. So when man ate of the tree of life, he was reminded that life depended on God. No one, no being exists by himself. No being created himself. It was God who created all beings into existence. So the same is when man ate of this tree of life. So life is not in the tree, see? It's, it's not a tree by itself, which let's say you find it, then you, you're going to live forever because you have it and you can eat of that fruit and keep your life forever. That's not what it's telling you. 
the writings is telling you is that God is life, who created everything into existence, but 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 got put in the Garden of uh, Eden, uh, two trees, to remind man that he is a created being, that he is not God. And the reason God does this is because God created man in his own image. So think about it. We have the image of the true God. We have his likeness. But we're not God. So in order for man to remind himself that there is a God, God created the seventh day. And on the seventh day, he said that he separated it from the other days and made it holy. And this day, he reminds you and me that he created us into existence, that we did not create ourselves into existence. If you believe that, then you are deceiving yourself. So the serpent deceived me, and I ate, said the woman. Now, so the Lord God said to the serpent, Now, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock, and all wild animals, you will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. Now, you also need to know the reason why he's saying this here is because serpents could fly. And this is why Lucifer is referred to as the old serpent. What they could not do is speak, but they could fly. And in fact, you're going to learn down in the book of Revelations, the revelation of Jesus Christ, about the comparison that God says about Lucifer, uh, Satan, devil, with the old serpent, who is, you know, the serpent that was uh, tempting uh, Eve to eat of the tree that God told her not to eat. So remember, again, it is not the tree. It is not the fruit. It does not matter what fruit it could have been or what tree or what the tree might have looked like. What matters is what the woman thought in her mind. She was told that if she ate, she would be like God. And when she perceived and saw that, he could be, that she could become God, so the tree, all of the sudden, became good to eat because it's something that she desire to be God. And so man, Adam, ate, so he obeyed the woman. Now, I don't, um, I need you to remind you that these things, you must consider them within the light that God gives us. So this is, this is what God is teaching you. So he says, that the woman was deceived because the woman herself recognizes that she was told a lie by someone. And this someone was the serpent. So there is a curse to the serpent. So the serpents now, you know, they crawl on, on their belly. They eat dust all the days of their life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Now, this was a prophecy that has to do with Jesus Christ himself. But for you to have a reference in terms of, you know, the serpents. So, you can see the serpent is an animal that God created that could fly. But because Lucifer disguised himself as one, as the serpent, and that it could speak because he was having a conversation with the woman, and the only place that Lucifer could be in this creation, he was allowed to be in the tree of the, the one that God said not to eat, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the reason is because Lucifer himself thought that he could become 
God himself. In fact, he um, starts a, re- a rebellion in heaven and, and he loses. <laughs> so, I mean, it's ironic, but I mean, how uh, a sheriff, a sheriff who was endowed by God with endowments that no other sheriffs have could believe himself to become God. Well, he deceived himself. And this is what happened to the woman. She was deceived by craftiness. Interesting, right? So, the thing is, think of it for a moment. So, if if you were told something that let's say you know you, you look at uh creation and then somebody says that's nature um i would say no that's creation creation means what you're seeing got created nature means uh well i mean we don't know how it became to be, but, uh, you know, and because we don't know, uh, let's just say that it took billions of years because that way we can then say something else. <laughs> so, but in in the writings of Moses, what we're learning is that God is the creator and so he created everything into existence. Now, there is no nature. See, there is no mother nature. Uh, this is just something the men have chosen to believe themselves. But God doesn't teach these things. God teaches you that he created creation, everything, including yourself. So let's say you look at an elephant and a female elephant, a lion, and a female, you know, lioness. And then you see that they reproduce themselves. And then you say, it took them billions of years. I mean, your reasoning is going to say, no, I mean, I just saw it. Logically, the female lion had either a lion or a lioness, either or, a male or female. Because God created so. And so your logic then says, yeah, they came from a a lion and a lioness. (laughs) So your reasoning and your logic kicks in. And now these are gifts from God. You know, he made you intelligent. So how can you say something that does not exist. Uh, For example, you know, when uh, Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent that could fly, but the serpents couldn't speak. And this is why he presented himself as something that he was not. So uh, heavenly beings can do things that you're going to learn. You know, this is why God created them. Um... A little higher than man, he says. Uh, You're going to learn that, uh, that the prophet teaches us that God told him. So in essence, so uh, the prophet has told you what happened and why and what is sin. So, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Now to the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Uh, This is the consequences of sin. Now to Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Now, I need you to be careful 
in this respect. So what God is telling you is, this is how it happened. Lucifer disguised himself to be a serpent that could speak that was sitting in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that God told men not to eat. Now, that God told Adam. And so Adam told the woman, but the woman then said that they couldn't touch the tree. God never said that. God said, do not eat from that tree. So to Adam is the one that he said, because you listened to your wife and ate of the fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Curse is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat from, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and twizzles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for thus you are, and to dust you will return. Now remember how God created Adam. So he formed Adam, the body from the ground, from the dust of the earth. And then he uh, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So he's not any type of breath, but the breath of life. And then man became a living soul. So what happens when we die? So the breath of life goes back to God. And the body goes back to the dust, to the ground. So you don't go anywhere. You don't go to hell and you don't go to heaven. It is just that the breath of life goes back to God. Because God is life. Life depends on God. It doesn't depend on a tree. But God created a tree. And so God created two trees in the middle of the Garden of Eden to test men. He got told them, Adam, first, of course, not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but they disobey. Now, the disobedience happened because uh, the woman was deceived by Lucifer. He disguised himself as something that he was not and presented to the woman a lie for truth. And the woman believe the lie as though it was truth. And this is another uh, layer of uh, deepness that we're getting into. So when you believe a lie to be true, in your mind, something happens. So remember, so the woman was deceived by Lucifer. Lucifer, a falling heavenly beings, made her believe that she could become a god if she ate of the tree. But God told them not to eat it because the day when they eat it, they will surely die. So who was telling the truth? It was God. Because now they are going to die and there are consequences for the disobedience that they manifested by eating of the tree that God commanded not to eat. And then Lucifer, who crafted the plan, you know, who crafted uh, a way for him to rule over this earth, uh, thought that he had won, but then Jesus says, mm-mm, I'm going to crush your head. And that's what Jesus did. <laughs> Anywho, anyhow. So we're going uh, we're, we're to stop for a moment here. Uh, this is, it is a lot, but it's very beautiful truth that God has teach you. So the reason why, see, a woman gives birth is because God created her to be a woman. And in her childbearing, he says that he multiplied the pains. And this is a reminder 
of the woman wanting to be something that she is not, a god. And so when she has severe pains, it's a reminder that life depends on God and not what the woman sought to be, you know, by eating of the tree, of the fruit of the tree that God told them not to eat. To Adam, you know, the earth was cursed because of him. So Adam named his wife Eve because she will become the mother of all the living. So Adam is a man that God created, and Eve is a woman that God created. So when you are born in this creation, God created a man and a woman. Now you're going to learn that the, holy be- the heavenly beings are all males. There are no females with heavenly beings. They don't reproduce themselves. They don't have to have sexual interaction for them to reproduce. God created heavenly beings, and their numbers is not known. Only God knows how many there are. But they're all male because God is male. Now, in this creation, God decided to create a woman, a man and a woman. But you're going to learn the reason why. And, and that is because Jesus, for heavenly beings, is Michael, the archangel. So the archangels, uh, the archangel Michael, there's only one archangel. I mean, there are other chief angels on the you know hierarchy that got uh, established by principality because God doesn't let's just say principality by principality God um, created you know heavenly beings and so uh, they're all males but they don't have uh, reproductive organs you know so they're males but they don't reproduce themselves. For us, yes, you know, human beings reproduce themselves. And, and, and this is a way for heavenly beings to know that only Jesus is equal to God. Because it is God the Holy Spirit who came upon the Virgin Mary and she was found with child. So she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And so the fruit of the womb of the Virgin Mary it is God himself. You see, this is why Jesus is the Son of God. In other words, Jesus is equal to God. But in the heavens, Lucifer you know, wanted to become God. And Michael, who is Jesus uh, to us, and Michael to the heavenly beings, so was equal to God, manifested to the heavenly beings. But they couldn't understand how so. But in man's creation, this teaching becomes a truth for heavenly beings too, in the sense that Jesus is the Son of God. In other words, there is only one God, equal to Him. So Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Now the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God vanished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way of the tree of life. Now cherubim are now little children you know, with little wings 
Uh, this is just a you know some person in the artistic uh, field who painted them like that. But there, there is no childrens in heavenly beings. Uh, they don't reproduce themselves. And the cherubim are known to excel in power. So you have cherubim and you have seraphim. Now, seraphs and cherubs. Cherubim, plural, you know, meaning many cherubs. And seraphs, you know, seraphim, many seraphs. So seraphims have six wings. Uh, cherubim have four. But cherubims excel in power. This is how God created them. Um, fascinating, right? Interesting. Beautiful truth. May God bless you today, and we'll see you the next time. So remember, God is telling you the truth. May the Lord keep you, and we'll see you the next time.